0: What are you doing? (laughs) Are you being bombed? (laughs) Just went on a firecracker in the studio. (laughs) Happy fourth, everybody. Happy fourth, fourth. The loudest sound the man. Sorry about this. <laughs> it's totally fine. <clears throat> Super great. Okay. Sweet. Let's freaking do this. Uh by this I mean our podcast. Podcast without a cool acronym. We're gonna talk about finesse of Burp. Woohoo! Uh <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to make an announcement and say we have gotten a few emails from oh, okay. our lovely, great, great. dedicated listeners. I already emailed back saying that we would answer any questions in our Q and A episode, Beautiful. but uh, we just want to say that we really enjoy getting emails and it makes us feel really good about ourselves. Yeah, so, I don't keep them see coming, them, but I enjoy getting the texts from Mara. I mean, about I the tell you, yeah. You have sent. <laughs> I will say oh. our listener who sent in the royal pain cosplay email. Oh absolutely incredible um yeah you're my hero cannot say that enough and yep i loved it more of that if anyone else has any cool cosplay costumes or just regular costumes yeah send us whatever whatever you want send us a pic please our lives are so boring um yeah which is why we started a podcast about a children's show so (laughs) you know yeah we're in it for the attention um But also, if you know us in real life, don't ever mention this. (laughs) Yeah, don't bring this up to us. Thank you. (laughs) If you know us in real life, no, you don't. No, you don't. These are two different people by sheer coincidence who share our names and lives. Um, And you've stumbled upon a glitch in the matrix, which is this podcast. Which is this. Uh, Yeah. If you ask real life Hannah about this, she will not know what you're talking about podcast too and she'll probably leave pretty soon after that (laughs) uh okay anyway i also don't think that we have ever said our email on the air i think i've only put it in the description um i also don't remember what it is would you like to share that with the listeners tomorrow i was just gonna say that (laughs) i was hoping you remember (laughs) (laughs) just Uh, just a sec just 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 okay great this is flawless through editing this will become a seamless this will (laughs) be fine it's are you ready it's I'm p-w-c-a-pod at gmail.com Oh wow, perfect. That makes so much that's sense. That's pretty easy. I'm glad that's what you chose. And yep. that it was available. I know, right? None of the other podcasts that definitely have the same name as us <laughs> jumped on that. So. I guess, yeah. I, I assume because they didn't reach our same level of fame and success. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> okay, well, that's <laughs> enough of that. Um, yep, email us. Anyway, mm-hmm. moving on to the to the real meat of today. Um, just some, some quick notes up top. Okay. Note number one. Uh, we have sort of an unbalanced pair of episodes today. Yeah. <laughs> In that, the first one, which I am covering through sheer luck, is <laughs> just an all-time classic. It is. One of the greats. So many good bits. Just hit <laughs> after hit after hit no notes it's good it's actually good. a lot of notes i took it's so many, so many you know. notes um no criticism um the second one i have like maybe four bullet points i i maybe have four bullet points listen if you want just skip the second half of the it it won't really be a half. It'll be like the last six minutes of the. You're right. The last just after about. the break. Just we'll just <laughs> go ahead more. and just tune out. I'll just play Skip the audio of the episode on my phone into the mic, um, and we'll uh-huh. just listen to it's it together. About what it's gonna be. <laughs> it was look. You know, it's maybe fine. something will come to us as we're going through it. But yeah, I don't know what maybe. it was because like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I just had no notes on it really. Yeah, I was watching it and I was like, oh, like I guess I'm almost done. <laughs> yeah. I have like one uh, big start point and everything else are just like some thoughts, yeah. I guess. Anyway, let's get cool. into the first one because I am genuinely excited to talk about it. Kay. We're on season two, episodes 220 A yeah. and two twenty B. Yes. Um, and the first episode, two twenty A, is called Picture This. Yes. And when I saw the title, I couldn't really remember what it was about. And then the episode started and I was like, oh, it's this one. And then every like scene cut after that i was like oh it's this one! Oh, it's this one yeah, right every time also it's great sorry did no, you please. know that uh picture this was also the name of a 2008 abc family movie starring ashley tisdale what? who is the voice of candace for anyone who doesn't well, know yeah. um i looked it up it looks pretty good i mean it looks it looks like okay. a 2008 family movie <laughs> look I love the You know, a you know the movie. genre. Yeah, it's like one of those. You know, it's a real. She's the man. Mean Girls era. Both of those um, are good. Anyway, that's cool. all I have to say. So, well, good to if know. any of you have watched that, let us know. Maybe we'll watch that movie and talk about it instead of the second half of this episode. I'm <laughs> <Okay. laughs> just kidding. Um, are you? I mean, you know a little. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Anyway, picture this um, begins with Lawrence walking into the garage, like from the house, uh-huh. from the house door that connects to the garage. Yeah. Um, he walks in and the whole garage is upside down. So like, yeah, everything's upside down. You guys know what upside down means. You get it. <laughs> um, he's very chill about it. He's just like, oh, I see you've turned the whole garage upside down. Now why on earth would you do that? And Yep, Phineas is like, we're looking for Ferb's favorite skateboard. Um, First of all, does Furb own more than one skateboard? I don't mm, think we've ever seen him skateboard point. before, but that's I fine. I also thought that I was like, ah, uh, when did he has he the smallest legs skateboard. in the world, skateboarding seems <laughs> unsafe for him. <laughs> He's such a low center of gravity. Maybe that's why it's easy. I don't know. Maybe. Lawrence yells back into the house he's like dear are you aware that the boys have turned the garage upside down and Linda's like as long as they clean up after and he's like okay uh-huh. no follow-up questions Ha nope. he's an incompetent dad it's Disney in 2008 uh, or, Lawrence, he's or he's a time traveler or he's a time look Lawrence has been checked out from the beginning yeah we love a, he is here for the vibes game. alone exactly <laughs> Anyway, then he's like, wait, is it that British skateboard? I was like, yeah, for your yeah. British kid. Yeah. He's like, is it the one with the Union Jack on the bottom? And he's like, I know where it is. Turn the garage back right side up and come on in. Yeah. So they do that. They, I guess it's like a manual pull chain that turns the garage yeah. up and what? down. And something what? that they just have in place. Everything falls back in place including yep. their car which bounces nope. 6 feet up in the air on yeah. impact. Yeah. The suspension on that car is fully destroyed. But okay. Yeah. It's gone. Also, just in general, Lawrence is going to give some notes on their approach to problem solving a little bit later. But yeah. My thoughts are like did the garage turning the garage upside down actually help them? Right? I don't understand where they thought the skateboard would be. That, that turning would, it that would be physically yeah, upside inaccessible down would be helpful when it was right side up. I also yeah, just like build know. a skateboard locator, build a new skateboard, buy a new skateboard. skateboard, a new skateboard. Yeah, any yeah. of those things. Uh, they walk into I guess their dad's office or like the family yeah. computer room? Question mark. Well, we don't know. We see because I think it's the same room that doesn't Linda use that room to take her knitting test in that I thought one that episode. That room was upstairs. Oh, I don't know. I don't know where they are. Their house is a maze of <clears throat> mysteries. Anyway, it's a room yes. with a computer in it. And he <laughs> says to them, they're like, what you got, Dad? And he goes, take a look at what a certain old geezer, Rude, posted on his yeah. blog. I mean, it's his dad. It's kind of it funny. is his dad. <laughs> I can't remember a time I've referred to our father as an old geezer. Maybe ironically. No, but I'm gonna start. Just get- <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, he posted it on his blog. Which does every member of this family have a blog? I know. What? What is his Linda's blog, blog about? I'll read it. Uh, I yeah, know. apparently oh, he has bandas. a blog where he just posts pictures of him skateboarding. He shows them a yeah. series of photos of their grandfather, a hundred-year-old man, in yeah. a kilt and a tank top, which is yeah. just such a look. So good. What an incredible choice. What? What a vibe. What, He's what a look. Skating around England, like on cobblestones. Famously the worst surface to be yeah. skating on. He does like yeah. a sweet ollie, I guess. I don't know, skateboard uh, words. Yeah, I don't know. And then he falls on the Some ground tricks. and breaks, breaks all his bones. We're just seeing this yeah. in a series of photos. It's Who's taking photos. these photos? We don't know. Probably one of his old skateboarding really? friends. Or his wife, sure, who he sure. dragged out. I thought onto it was his wife. <laughs> Anyway, Phineas is like, oh, we must have left the skateboard in England last time we were there. Why did you take a skateboard to England? What? Yeah. Like, why? Also, they go to England so much. Did you check that or something? I know, right? He brought it as his carry-on item. Anyway. He's like, we should create a highly intricate and sophisticated machine that will transport (laughs) any object from anywhere in the globe to our backyard. And Lawrence, making an excellent point, is like, why don't you just build a new skateboard? And they look at him like he's completely insane. Yeah. And then Ferb says the snottiest thing he's ever said, which is if it's all the same with you, Father, we're going to build the machine. <laughs> eh. <laughs> like, Ferb. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Unbelievable. <laughs> so they didn't anyway. leave to do that. Okay, and wait. Then, before... Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, before you keep going, I was watching, and I'm gonna start um... I started a Google Doc for for framed pieces of art that we see in the Flynn Fletcher home. Because did (laughs) yes, I only put this one from this episode on just now, but I might go back because we talked about them before, and I think we'll see more in the future. That's valuable. I love data. Right, I'm, and I'll share it with you. But first, I'm just going to text you what was on the wall behind the boys while the kids are talking. Oh my gosh, talking. I'm so excited for this! I, don't, I didn't know this. I was taking even up. know how to describe it. It's oh, for so... the <gasps> listeners. <laughs> it's like maybe an 11 by 14 frame, just like based on the, the d- dimensions of the home, and it's matted. So there's the whiteboard around it. <laughs> it's <laughs> the, I assume it's art. It's I a double it was, mat. That's an expensive framing. It though. is. I know. So uh, then, um, it's it's like a light brown <laughs> background, and then there's what I. Can You're really burying the lead with this description. An alien, a bug. I, yeah, I. My first thought was alien, or the cricket waiter from *Rescuers* <laughs> two. It is um, a creature, two arms, two legs,
1: yeah, two antennae.
0: humanoid in general <laughs> yeah. shape. Um, but it has antennae. He's like running. It also is carrying some sort of platter, yeah. some sort Looks of like maybe device. maybe a bowl just maybe... full of whipped cream. <laughs> yeah, it does look like that. A pie, perhaps. Oh, yeah. A comic pie. Anyway, um, and that's... That's that it. is. Uh, if you want to see the photo, you can email us, and I'll email it to you. The most you can insane watch this thing episode. I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to know at what point I got this screen grab from, it's from one minute and fifty-five seconds into the episode. So, so <laughs> perfect. You can go ahead and look at that. It's insane. So anyway, I... I just thought that we would start with that and maybe go forward from there. <laughs> no, that is absolutely wonderful. Um, you're you're doing the Lord's work. I. <laughs> <laughs> That that shook me to my core, um, and I'm so glad that you brought it up. I just what I'm, I'm gonna be printing that out and putting it on t-shirts. I'm adding it to the merch list for sure. Oh my god. Anyway, okay. Um, wow, that really that really that really got me. Sorry to throw off your groove. <laughs> you guys have to have to see this. Nobody. I just, it's hanging on their wall uh, as yeah. though it's a photo it's like, of their family or it, it's something. Like someone they know. Like art that they understand. really love. Maybe they know. bought that? I just... Maybe. Can't. Okay, no well... Um, it's for that's... Linda's days as a astrophysicist or whatever. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Speaking of Linda, <clears throat> thank <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, we have cut away from Lawrence and the boys and that boggers decorated room <laughs> into the kitchen. Um, Linda is talking to Candace and Linda is fully decked out in honestly an adorable uh, uh, outfit. Yeah. She is wearing like one of those sort of traditional like Mexican very colorful dresses with like the squishy mm-hmm. skirts. Cute. You know what I'm saying? Like The big circle yes. skirts. Yep. Um, and I think she has some sort of headpiece on. I didn't make a note of it. And she's also shaking. She's got a flower. Yes. She's also shaking um, maracas that are dreidels. Dreidel maracas? Dreidel maracas. Dreidel maracas. She calls yeah. them something later. <laughs> she does, yes. This is a good point. time to point out that I didn't realize until today that I don't know how to spell dreidel or maracas <laughs> when I tried to write it down in this Google talk. <laughs> had to Google both of those. Anyway. She's getting ready for, we find out, the Mexican Jewish Cultural Festival. Oh, it's this one. This was another one of those moments. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, Linda's super ready. I don't know if Linda has either Mexican or Jewish ancestry, but she is super into the Mexican Jewish Cultural Festival. I was wondering that as well. I I guess when I first watched the episode, I assumed she just, like, went because Vivian Probably asked her to help, you know. It's like a girl right. group. Yeah, thing. I think she's just being supportive. But, and Linda loves an event. Maybe. So yeah. Linda slaps at events. She's great at them. So yeah, she's like having a great time. She's like, I'm going to yeah. the Mexican Jewish Cultural Festival. Candace, would you like to come? She very nicely invites Candace to spend yeah. some time with her. And Candace is like hard pass. Yeah. Do not want Which... to go. It's a real bummer. It's rude. Also, like a Mexican Jewish cultural festival sounds great. Sounds First of all, amazing, food off the charts, sounds delicious. Yeah, second of like all, the perfect seems event, very fun, and they have yeah. the best theme song, literally of all time. Absolutely, we will reach that point in a moment. We'll get there. Uh, outside in the backyard, the boys have already built the machine. They're doing a <laughs> trial run, or they're getting ready to. Buford enters the backyard. Yeah. He walks up to them, absolutely no preamble, puts an apple that he already has on his head, and his Uh opener, again, no other words before this. No hello, no hi. Nothing like that. (laughs) Don't be silly. He says, check it out, dweebs, but you can't shoot this apple (laughs) off my head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, what? I'm not sure that they're the first people that he's asked that today. Like, (laughs) did he just wake up? He he learned about William Tell. He he, <laughs> he watched a history documentary. Yeah, on the yeah. TV, and then picked up the first apple he saw. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the corner store and he got himself and... an apple, and then he was like, "This is going to happen." Yeah, which is funny because like. I feel like normally the way that would play out is like he would get Balgie and he'd be like, stand there, nerd, with this apple on your head and I'm going to shoot it off. But no, he's like, I'm putting my body on the line for this. I'm the apple man. Yeah. I'm I'm the apple. (laughs) So he has the apple on his head. Ferb takes a picture of him, like a little Polaroid, and Buford is like, Mm -hmm. not really what I meant, but okay. I know. Ferb, he, like, breaks the fourth wall. He does, yeah. Ferb sticks the picture of Buford in the machine. The machine, like, shoots Buford's head with a laser and it shaves off the apple, well, the apple and the top inch of Buford's hair disappear. Yeah. Because Buford goes, nice buzz cut, high and tight. Yeah. And I was I'm like, i like, oh, no, please. Ahead. I just don't understand maybe the parameters. Like, Who's to say it doesn't take the grass? Or like, you know, whatever else is in the photo, part of the fence. A hundred percent. A lot of questions about how (laughs) this machine is processing these Also, yeah, why do they have to take Polaroids? I don't know. Yeah. Why does it have to be a printed photo? Can you not just like plug a USB into there? Yeah. Also, how does it know like which... Exactly. Like it was just a picture of an apple, like how... How does it know? The machine is magic is the point. What it also is, is deadly. (laughs) The fact that it shaves off the top part of Buford's hair should be a red flag. At that point in the machine test run process, you should be like, okay, things that we've learned from this test run, um the machine craves human flesh and will <laughs> saw through it with its laser will kill you and that should be a problem because we're about to just be shooting it willy-nilly through space yeah um they consider zero of those things and they're just like Correct. perfect time to try something else more difficult <laughs> and they're yeah. like let's try something more complex and Buford's like I'm complex and they're like okay once again yeah. Buford has volunteered what? I guess. You know what? It, he's ah. uh, braver than any U.S. Marine. <clears throat> Absolutely. So they take a picture of Buford as a fly is flying by his head. So the fly's also in the picture. Right. And then they, like, put it in the machine and they zap him. And when he comes through the machine, he's been, like, genetically combined with the fly and is now a terrifying human-fly hybrid. It's so scary. It's terrifying. Um, the implications um. of that are vast and chilling and they don't get at all. <laughs> So frightening. Phineas instead goes, oops, I forgot to install the fly filter. Yeah. I get it. It's a funny joke if you know what fly filters are, which I didn't really until I Googled it. Yeah. Um, And I was like, cool. Uh, What about literally everything else? Yeah. (laughs) This machine can do so many things that I'm so So, worried about. Like, who's to say when it combines something and when it doesn't? Like... Like, it didn't make him half Buford, half Apple. Exactly. Why not? What? Did they already have an Apple filter installed? I guess. We don't know. We don't know. Anyway, they immediately jumped from this test to, like, a transatlantic transport test. Yeah. And I could talk about this scene for 45 (laughs) minutes, but I won't. Um, They put (laughs) a picture of their grandpa. On the skateboard cut to England yeah it takes the skateboard while he's riding it first problem correct just in general if you scoop a skateboard out from under a 95 year old man while he's traveling at speed yeah he'll die he'll he's fall dead. on the ground going really fast and all the skin will be scraped off his body and he'll <laughs> die so that doesn't happen but it, it does take the skateboard and his feet from the ankles down because once again yeah. the like feather the area cropping on this, issue it's a problem like why also if you knew from- that like you saw what happened to buford's hair yeah make an inference yeah draw conclusions look doesn't matter anyway it does matter actually because they take their grandpa's feet while he's skateboarding He falls on the ground and he's like, oh, look, my feet have disappeared. He has the exact same attitude as Lawrence when it comes to life altering things happening in front of him. He's just like, well, yeah, this is fine. They see their grandfather's feet, an objectively horrifying thing to see just appear in your backyard. I would be so concerned, so scared. Um, they're like oh whoops we better send these back and they unzap his feet which I didn't even know was a thing um, that this machine could do. Isn't the point yeah. of it that it brings things to their backyard? Whatever. Yeah. They reverse it send his feet back and they go back on backwards. So he yeah. just has backwards feet now and then that's the end of the scene. <laughs> and there's no result. No follow up. In my notes at this point in watching the episode I said $10 says we don't follow up on that at all yeah Um, and spoilers we don't dan poppenmeyer owes me ten dollars (laughs) now they don't even like text him they're not even like hey man hey you okay yeah so their grandpa just has backwards feet forever yeah no follow-up they don't fix it or check on him their own grandfather whose feet they just stole (laughs) seems like it'll be worth like a quick skype also an email uh, Maybe you should buy him a skateboard. He seems really good at that. That's Yeah. You were just going to take it away from him? It's not nice. Make your own skateboard, you selfish kids. Anyway. <laughs> he's definitely using it more than you. You couldn't even find it. You yeah. didn't notice that it was in England for eight months. Exactly. Unbelievable. Anyway. Then they're like, where's Perry? That's, yeah. That's just yep. the end of it. Uh, Perry bursts into his lair. He makes sort of a dramatic entrance through the doors. Yeah monogram says nice entrance today simple and understated i like it and i was like are you trying to borrow money what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) i would be very suspicious of this if i was burying the platypus sure sure (laughs) he's like also by the way don't be mad i did scratch your car um anyway the situation another thing there's a lot of like subtly horrifying things in this episode so if it gets dark sorry I didn't write it but I'm simply exploring the implications of the text that I've been given sure um I just wanted to preface that
1: the situation I
0: agree that monogram describes is that all the mimes in Danville Park pause what kind of park (laughs) slash town has more than one mime (laughs) Um, what kind of park has 12 mimes? Which is okay. approximately how many are in Danville Park. There's 10,000 mimes. It's Where an Where are they coming from? It's a social experiment. I it's don't a think I've ever seen a mime in real life. Me either.
1: <laughs> so
0: point. I, I just mean, you know, I feel like unless you've yeah. hired a mime, I don't want to like, run into one. <laughs> Apparently there right. are dozens. They're definitely just not just hanging out in parks. Danville Park. Yeah, also it's not like something a lot of people go into. Yeah. As freelancers. Is that their job? They just hang out in the park all day and mime? I don't know. It seems like it would be um, impossible to make money as a mime in that saturated market. Exactly. Also why would anyone ever... If there was a park filled with 40 mimes, I would yeah, never go there. Obviously not. <laughs> like I don't want to be part of that. A deterrent. That's a cult. I yeah. I don't want to be involved. Oh my God. Bonkers. Okay, so the situation is that all the mimes in Danville, parenthesis, a lot of mimes, have been trapped in actual invisible boxes. Yeah. Which, for starters, is objectively the funniest thing that Doofitch Martins has ever done. (laughs) Seriously, though? It's genius. So funny. It's so funny. And then you think about it for one more second and Monogram says the words, It took us days to figure it out. Yeah. And you're like, oh, cool. So all those mimes are dead. They're dead! And everyone in that park watched the mime slowly starve to death inside an invisible box. Slash, maybe suffocate? Yeah. What? Are those boxes airtight? I have so many questions. How are the mimes still alive?
1: (laughs) Days?
0: I, I, I... Look. uh, I don't know. I just want you to think about the things that you might have to do and say if you were trapped in an invisible box. For days, in the middle of a public park—that is a nightmare scenario. It is. Yikes. Okay. Anyway, so that's you know hilarious and also horrifying. So scary. That's a mass murder that two insurance just committed. Yeah, (laughs) a hilarious one, but murder nonetheless yeah um then we get more information from monogram he's like we're pretty sure it has something to do with this new innator that doofenshmirtz has been working on and then he shows perry a photo yeah a photograph of the new innator that doofenshmirtz has been building and i was like who took the photo <laughs> why are you letting him finish the innator I know, right? who was inside of his apartment Taking the photo and then sending it to you. Listen, if there's anything we've learned, it's that it was Doofenshmirtz who sent him that mean, photo. I guess so. It has to be at this point because his next words are, oh yeah, it looks evil, all right. You'd better destroy it. And I was like, yeah, had someone in the building monogram. Someone <laughs> took a photo of it. And that someone didn't have time to just like snip the power cord nope it has a self-destruct button on it <laughs> it sure does yeah okay so um that's fun that's his whole briefing we'll get back to that later so then we're back in the backyard with the boys Isabella walks up to Phineas and Buford and Belshi also is walking up in the backyard next to a what we find out is a half pipe it's mostly out of frame it's like a big thing and Phineas goes, We're conducting an experiment with our new mega half pipe and our new photo transporter." <laughs> at which point I was like, Elizabeth should just leave right now. Yeah. Why is she not at the Mexican Jewish Cultural Festival? Honestly. We don't know. Anyway, the half pipe, it's revealed, stretches eight thousand metric feet into the air, where Ferb is waiting at the very top on a platform. Unsafe. Uh <laughs> so unsafe. But not as unsafe nervous. as what happens next! That's true. Uh, what happens very next is funny. They do that bird bit where a bird flies and is going to hit the invader. but Ferb uh, built a little trap door for him and he opens it yeah. up so he can fly through. Which is good because the body count on this episode is already 50 humans. That's so... true. Plus they have killed a lot of birds in the past. Yeah. Then Ferb skateboards down a completely vertical slope. It's 100% great. I'm not a physicist, but I feel like when you got to the bottom, <laughs> if you were going at, like, terminal velocity, <laughs> wouldn't you just slam I it just... to the bottom of <laughs> I can't. I can't. The wheels of your skateboard are gonna break off. <laughs> Whatever, that doesn't happen Can here. you Imagine if he just like, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> like a bug just... on a windshield. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> it was just it would be so, fun. so funny. <laughs> okay (laughs) i can't all right all right (laughs) unfortunately that doesn't happen Um, (laughs) 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 he 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 skateboards off the half pipe he like goes down and then it, it launches him off back 800 feet into the air and he's just flying through the air. And Phineas zaps him with the machine. He like puts his picture in the machine and the machine zaps him and then transports him to the platform. Yeah. To all of this, I say, <laughs> why? <laughs> why? What? Why was this what? the first thing that you decided to do? <laughs> <laughs> with I this know. machine. What? <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> also. <laughs> Okay. It would have been really funny if, like, Ferg didn't lose momentum when he was zapped into was <laughs> 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 just, like, <laughs> traveling upward and slammed into the top. <laughs> Listen. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's a good joke. (laughs) A great joke. (laughs) Phineas almost (sighs) Ferb. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. Anyway, Ferb's in the machine. He's fine. If I was Ferb, I would have made Phineas go first. I just... So I literally. wouldn't trust him not to get distracted with the crucial yeah. timing of that. Machine. <laughs> anyway, that's the whole scene. Yeah, Candace is watching them out the window, and she's like, "I gotta tell Mom about this." And I'm kind of on Candace's side for this one. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's like horrified, which is so fair. It's like if I saw that happen, I would be like i would call the police i, like I would this call is a problem so many people yeah what hundred <laughs> percent um hard cut. she's like where did my mom say she was again hard cut to the mexican <laughs> jewish cultural festival yes it's the biggest event yes. of the year in danville okay i once again it's in both these episodes no it's good i i just i don't understand How there are so many events in this town (laughs) over one summer. Is it like this all year? An extremely robust Uh, like city arts and entertainment board. Absolutely. I assume Linda's the chairperson. Are doing their job. Yes. They really are. Their budget their city budget for events must be through the roof. Through the roof. It must be so high. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. This is the richest city in America. Honestly, there's no oh, other explanation. That's just true. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, they're they're there. Um, it's good. We though. get it's good. Oh, my favorite song mm-hmm. of all time. It is. It's, number it's one. never not in my head. It's one through there. ten on the top of Phineas and Ferb songs <laughs> of all time. <laughs> just absolutely. absolutely a classic. It's just so good. It's a Mexican Jewish cultural festival. There's a lot yeah. of fun portmanteau's portmanteau yeah. sure. what's the plural of that I don't know portsmanteau anyway <laughs> um, you're the only person who laughs at that bit when I do it and I just want to say I appreciate it I do it constantly like that's one oh, of the really? only bits I do consistently so in my funny. life no one ever laughs uh because people hate me it's fine it's if long it like helps you no one ever laughs at my jokes because I'm just hanging out with a four-year-old and a two-year-old and they don't get it so <laughs> that is rough uh, yeah I'm sorry about that also sorry a funny uh, bit that the four-year-old does well she'll just say something random not related to our conversation doesn't really make sure. any sense and I'll be like oh what's that and she, like you know what are you talking about she goes it's just a joke <laughs> <I'm> like, okay okay <laughs> that ah, is a yeah, fun yeah. bit um, it also sounds like you might be getting bullied by a four-year-old but <laughs> absolutely <laughs> every day <laughs> you know what it happens anyway, to it's us fine. all um okay yeah so they sing the mexican jewish cultural festival song amazing it it made me want a taco I, with a lotka yeah. for a shell i just i'm love... not mexican and i'm not jewish but this looks more fun and more culturally enriching than any event that i have ever been to a hundred percent yeah absolutely yeah. It, it looks, looks great. great i get why linda's into it absolutely uh candace anyway. finds linda who's having the time of her life <laughs> uh yeah lawrence is not there i guess he didn't want to go I yeah don't know watching, why. watching videos on his computer i guess candace starts trying to explain to linda what's happening and linda just like looks annoyed immediately And Candace becomes self-aware in the middle of her explanation. She's just like, why am I even explaining this to you? It's just going to disappear. It doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever. And Linda is like, you're 100% right. Why don't you stick around and have some fun? Uh, You know, relax. I'm having fun at this festival, and you're not going to ruin it for me. Thank you so much. Right. Back in the backyard. Buford has come up with an actual useful and possibly less harmful way to use this machine he's like hey do you think you can zap back my long lost teddy bear and he has a little picture of the teddy bear that he lost and i was like smart this machine would be good for retrieving lost items assuming they didn't come with any spare body parts from strangers that you just randomly took yeah anyway they like put it the picture of the machine they zap back his teddy bear which was like strapped to the front of a semi yeah is that a thing that happens in real life? Why does that only happen in Disney movies? I wrote down that question also. I've driven across I-80 a lot of times. I've never yeah. once seen a semi with like a bunch of with toys strapped to it. And if no. I did, I would change Call course. The police cuz that's a terrifying
1: <laughs> behavior. It's a red flag
0: to exhibit yeah i'd yeah. be like that guy's gonna <clears throat> kill me yeah or someone else <laughs> or someone else uh yeah. anyway so that's where his teddy bear was so it's definitely disgusting now it's full of bugs <gasps> yeah uh before gets it back and he's like oh yay he's back he's doing like a little baby teddy bear voice <laughs> and the last thing yeah. he says is i bet you've been on the road again haven't you yeah what <laughs> Yeah, we don't have time to unpack all of that. Unhinged. Um, Candace is at the festival. She's venting to Mrs. Garcia Shapiro, who's just, like, working a booth. And she's like, I'm so frustrated. Like, what do you think I should do? And Isabella's mom is like, have food. You're too skinny. Have a matzo burrito. Yeah. And so Candace does. hmm At Doofenshmirtz's Evil Incorporated. Perry rappels down to Doof's window and, like, knocks, knocks against it, taps it, mm-hmm. and, and Doof which opens the window and goes, who's tap, tap, tapping? Is that that yeah. pesky raven again? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We love a good poem. It got me. I forgot about that joke. I laughed really hard. It's good. <laughs> Incredible Edgar Poe riff yeah he then immediately gets slammed in the face with a double <laughs> yeah, a so double flipper kick also, from perry like, what it's kind of a hilarious entrance for perry to be like <laughs> it's so funny. like look ding perry we know can just smash through the wall but he chose yeah. instead to lure yeah. doofage Birds out the window and then smack him in the face yeah. with his full He's... body weight yeah starting with very violence. funny um, Doobagebirds is like a little bit thrown by this and like kind of starts his monologue yeah. and then he's like, I really was expecting a raven. Um, <laughs> which is hilarious that Doobagebirds has apparently just actually been yeah. haunted by a raven. It's great. Probably also an agent. Maybe the raven <laughs> agent took the photo of the innator. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, he traps Perry and he goes, you're trapped in an invisible box. And he's like, yes, I know I trapped you before in an invisible cage, but this box or <laughs> er, this is different. It's a box. <laughs> like i don't know if he thinks yeah. he like loses points if he reuses something or what okay but seriously fine. i'm like dude i'd be using the same trap every day i, know. I guess not with i guess Perry, if they but... don't work but whatever true um, also, destroys a lot of them i have a lot of questions about this like invisible box technology yeah <laughs> that feels like something that the u.s military would be interested <laughs> in getting their hands on yeah (laughs) not for a good reason but i'm just like is it made out of like the same thing as wonder woman's jet like you invented (laughs) an invisible material Uh, That's like a big deal. Yes, it is. It's a huge deal. I guess this is true for all his inventions, but I was just like, that seems world-changing in a way that we're not really exploring. Is it just boxes? Like, does it work on other stuff? Does it have a box that he turns invisible? Does it create an invisible box? I feel like the process of inventing an invisible box must have involved- Like, his apartment is littered with just, like, invisible trash that he is just, like, tripping over- (laughs) And running into all the time, so, right? Like it's he a straight turned up nightmare. everything invisible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so he's like, My evil plan is to rid the world of annoying mimes because yeah. recently he was strolling through the park and a mime who looks related to him they have the same body and face. I was like, Is this mime your cousin? Okay, same. Like, what? Yeah, you're he, doof gets mad at him for like imitating him, but then I'm like. Do you not see the resemblance? Yeah, don't you know this guy? Like, I feel like you probably do. (laughs) The mime does legitimately look evil. Like, he's not, like, a playful, fun mime. He's, like, dressed in all black. He looks like the bad guy from Meet the Robinsons. It's Yeah, yeah! (laughs) He does. The mime, yeah, is, like, mocking doofage birds, and he, like, gets really upset. Which I guess is fair. I also would be annoyed. But look, if you go to Mime Park i guess that's a risky run i know run. what <laughs> <laughs> i guess simply simply it's a man insane. doing his job so it was like i'm getting rid of mimes and i was like okay the inator is the mime mimeinator the one we've already seen yeah. he goes it i'm gonna works. trap every mime in the tri-state area in an invisible box and i was like did you not already do that apparently days ago i guess yeah okay are there yeah, are there more mimes as you yeah. have done? I don't understand. Why is there such a high per capita number <laughs> of mimes, mimes in the dry state area? We don't know. Don't know. Anyway. Also, so he's wait. like, that that's my evil plan. And Perry's like, okay. Uh, uh the boys. What? Sorry. sorry. Did, you, Did you see that <laughs> the miminator has a little like beret on the top and a little red <laughs> scarf around the part of it? <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, at least it's on theme. <laughs> yeah, Doofenshmirtz sticks to a theme, uh, and that's just true. It's that's good. That's, yep, that's all I had. The boys have not really stuck to a theme, unless the theme is endangerment. They've built yet another contraption. They're in, like, a giant slingshot that just shoot. They've skipped the skateboard and the ramp. The yeah. original conceit of this entire thing. Yeah. Um, and it just shoots them up into the air, and then Ferb zaps them back down again i feel like their velocity would continue yeah it wouldn't stop what yeah whatever also Uh, just so unsafe i don't know why this one specifically is striking me as being just just the scariest thing they've ever done but it's fine also it was at this point that i realized that the keyword of their machine is a piano Okay, yeah. Her presses a little piano key. <laughs> like, like, they just plugged a Casio doing? into whatever machine they built, and I was like, how do you know what those keys do? Yeah. That's a bad system. Yeah. It sure is. It's fine. Candice is just at the festival. She's doing some activities. She's, like, taking a picture. Some guy's taking a picture of her with a camera that's from, like, 1895. It's, okay, like, one of the ones I where you, like, put a, a little that. scarf over your head. <laughs> this guy doing it's like there's like a glass plate that he's using as film yeah insane anyway she gets her picture taken and then she's like oh wait i can just put a picture of mom in the transporter and then she'll be in the transporter and she'll see it and i was like all right yeah yeah, that's not a bad plan (sighs) um the guy who's taking the picture and mrs garcia shapiro are like you're completely insane but that's fine okay Uh (laughs) uh candace steals that guy's camera Notably the second time she's stolen a camera from a guy taking her picture. Kind of rude. (laughs) Yeah, she takes the whole thing. um, And then she goes and sets it up and takes a picture of Linda. And I was like, did you not already have a picture of Linda? Why (laughs) do you need one? Also, this camera is definitely not a Polaroid camera, but it does spit out a Polaroid picture. Yeah, I didn't understand (laughs) that either. That's fine. There's a lot of Polaroid cameras in this episode. A lot. And the pictures develop immediately instead of in 18 minutes, which is how long yeah, actual Polaroids it take. Actually takes. So she has a new picture of Linda. <laughs> and then she does a spit where she's like, aha, 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 aha. <laughs> it's fun. Linda's like, okay, great. And then <laughs> Candace runs off. Uh back at Doofs. Doofenshmirtz is just killing time, just razzing Perry for no reason. He's just like. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of funny. He's just kind of making fun of him. Yeah. Just, you know, just for fun. Oh, you're such a good mime or whatever. And he's like, oh, wait, you really are in an invisible box. (laughs) (laughs) Look, he spends a lot of time entertaining himself. True. Anyway, then Doofenshmirtz is like, I'm upping the ante from just mimes. It worked so well with the mimes. I'm gonna put everyone in the tri-state area in an invisible box. Yeah. To which I will ask again. Why? How will that accomplish... how? I don't... Right. Like, what is his endgame if it's not just letting everyone suffocate and die Yeah. in an invisible box? That is... That's horrific that's like legit evil that's, villain yeah. nonsense. like it's some scary stuff it's scary it is it's like are you just like not considering the implications of this or like it's so interesting. it's weird because like two episodes ago he was doing nothing illegal and he has escalated to murdering millions I of know. people <laughs> well and it's like he doesn't he has like the same level of he to him like, they're the same alone. level it's of the evil. same thing yeah but to like the outside observer you're like no one of them no what is if... like so scary. A, a mass murder yeah and one of them is just like light trespassing fine. or whatever yeah it's just like stealing a lot of fruit i don't remember what yeah <laughs> i don't know but yeah i was like are, what is the next step like what is the uh, yeah. point of putting everyone in an invisible box I, <laughs> like is it just so they don't annoy you I guess. or like are you then gonna take over the tri-state area i don't know i don't i, I don't get it i don't either <laughs> anyway perry is like pulls out a pocket glass cutter slash saw from his whatever wherever he carries stuff uh yeah. and he cuts his way out of the box and i was just like what are the boxes made of right like, is it just really clear I, glass? I don't know. Is it plastic? Yeah, is it some, like, space-age polymer? Who know. knows? <laughs> anyway, Perry cuts his way out of the box, and then right before Doof yep. Wichmurtz hits the switch to imprison everyone <laughs> in the tri-state area, he, like, smashes him in the face again. And Doof goes, thanks for the headache, and then Perry <laughs> kicks him in the face yeah. a third time, and he goes, thanks for the face ache," <laughs> Which is fun. Mm. Anyway, Phineas, we're back with Phineas. And he's like, everyone done using the transporter? Did we get everything everyone wanted? Yes. Uh, Buford got his teddy bear. Isabel got a doll she lost, I guess. And Baljeet goes, I found my missing uncle Malik. And his oh. uncle is like, I wasn't missing. I was just on vacation. <laughs> oh, <so laughs> Baljeet's like, are you having a good time? He- and he goes, I was. Yeah. Okay, hear <laughs> me out. We know they can send things back. I'm back to where Send he, he was. Send back on vacation. That's rude. Ugh. Airfare is a lot of money. <laughs> Wild, yeah, no kidding. Anyway, also, yeah, this is like again world changing like travel technology that they're just yeah. like we'll use it to get a teddy bear and ride a skateboard and then we're done. Yeah. Also, what happened to the half pipe and the other thing that they built? All Those right. just aren't there anymore. Yeah, they transported them somewhere. They zapped else. them away. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Candace arrives, and she puts Linda's picture in the machine, and we cut to Linda, who is at the the festival, and she's just doing a piñata by herself. Yeah. Like, it's just her and a very aggressive piñata man. Yeah, he's really into it. He's just, like, trash-talking her the whole time. And she's the only one doing the pinata. I know. Like I... a pinata is a group activity. It is. And I don't just understand doing one by themselves. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, the guy's like, "You better try harder." Yeah. Pathetic effort. Anyway. Yeah. She gets zapped away and is still blindfolded, smashing a bat around, surrounded by children. Yeah. The fact that she doesn't brain one of them with this piñata stick is frankly a miracle. <laughs> Wild! Uh, they all just run away. No one is like, take off the blindfold. Also, the like second got that Linda, I you're at home. was involved in a piñata situation, and I heard a bunch of screaming children, I, I would be would like, stop! I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna stop what I'm doing. I'm gonna reassess. Not Linda. She's like, I will Not get this piñata or else. Yeah. Doof and Schmerz is uh oh wait, yeah. So then they're like, wait, uh Perry is also not here. Let's zap him back to our house. Perry gets zapped back right before he presses the self-destruct button on Doof and Merz's innator. Yeah. So Doof is like super confused, but he's like, But wait, now I can do whatever I want. I'm so excited. Uh and then Perry, in the confusion of the backyard gets the picture of the innator which he has printed out i guess and uh he puts it in the machine and then zaps the innator to the backyard and probably all of doofage parts's toes (laughs) um, then he pushes the self-destruct oh wait no just kidding Uh, linda trips she drops the bat it flies through the air, hits the self-destruct button by chance, and then the innator and yeah. the boys' machine both get destroyed both slash e- disappear. Explode. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'll just accept that, I guess. I guess. Also, no word on what happened to the rest of the mimes. Like, yeah. no resolve. Nope. Are they still Those in invisible boxes? are dead. Uh, <laughs> a child is watching them suffocate as we speak. Yeah um uh, linda takes Gosh. off her blindfold and she's like oh i walked all the way home that's crazy and i was like yeah it is crazy yeah, linda it's insane that's almost the like it didn't thing happen you've ever <laughs> said uh, uh candace starts going and the boys start beatboxing to it which is just okay. another level of bullying it's so mean but it's so catchy. <laughs> it's it's a beat, honestly. It's, it's pretty good. It's anyway, left. And then yeah, that's it. The episode's over. So yeah, no follow-up yep. on the mimes. Uh no follow up on their grandfather's feet that are on backwards now. Nope. <sighs> honestly, what a wild ride. But some what? of the a some of the greatest ride. bits and the greatest song of all time. Yeah. So yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah, so everybody to ready? Be underwhelmed. Um, yeah. This one was, I don't even I don't, even, it was I don't fine. dislike it. It's exactly. Just, I'm like it's not I bad. didn't I don't have anything notable to say. I feel about like it. I don't know. yeah. I feel like if it was bad, I would have more stuff to say. But it right, was just exactly. like right there in the middle. Yeah. So anyway, i also always okay. forget about this one. It does yeah, introduce. It's kind of weird. A couple important pieces of canon, but other than that. true. Uh, let's get into into it. Yeah, <clears throat> let's do it. 220B is called nerdy dancing. Yeah. Like, like Dirty Dancing, I think. Oh, I literally just got that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I, was like, why I is just it called got that nerdy too. <laughs> I only got it when I said it out loud. Said it out loud, yeah. Okay. Up until that point, I was like, that's a dumb title, which is what I was going to say before I said it but out now loud. But I, now I get it. Now it's I still not it. incredible. It's not great. As evidenced by the fact that neither <laughs> of us understood why it was funny <laughs> until right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great um, start. Incredible start, great start. Uh, <clears throat> we're experts. Let's, yeah. let's keep going. Okay. Um we open on the Flynn Fletcher home. Uh Candace and Stacy are in one of the living rooms. Um yeah. the one that's in front of the giant glass door thing. The TV and glass door room. Yep. Yeah. Facing the TV, they're getting ready to watch their totally favorite TV show. And they invited Jeremy and Candace is like, Jeremy, have a seat. Join us. Yeah. Uh it, Cand- Candace is so listen, she's insane in all the episodes, but I don't know. She's extra insane in this one. She is. She and Stacey um, are also way too into this show. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Maybe it's also just like a teenage girl thing. When Candace and Stacy get together and get into something, it's just like all bets are off. Like they just it's a lot. It's way off. The I chart. will say actual fifteen-year-old girls are like that. So yeah, exactly. And that's okay, you know? That's fine. That's okay. It's fine. Let them be them. Anyway, so they're getting ready to watch their favorite show. Candace is like, Yeah, have a seat. And then gets 0. 0.5 inches away from Jeremy's face and looks into his <laughs> so eyes and says, Because I have something impossibly important to show you. Yeah if I was jeremy and then I'd be just like, i have a thing yeah and then just I got to go i got to go i uh, have yeah. to call the police if i was um, jeremy i would assume that te- candace had gotten my face tattooed somewhere on her body and oh was about to show it to me <laughs> absolutely so impossibly possibly important candace and stacy are so excited the show is called let's all dance until we're sick that's, that's the name of the show it's a dance show sure mm-hmm. uh, it comes on they're like screaming crying throwing up so excited just kidding they're just <laughs> very excited <laughs> it's also i guess on at 10 a.m i guess like, did i guess. They tape it. Is that when it usually airs it could be it's a invited germ i don't know maybe the show comes on it's a dancing it's a dance show you dance until you get eliminated or you die um, yeah or they and, shoot you in the <laughs> head yeah <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> they I just ignite people <laughs> on the dance floor. <laughs> oh, geez. oh my god! Anyway, gosh. sorry, dark <laughs> episode. Um, look, listen. I've been watching a lot of Burn Notice. I think it's. <laughs> <to my> Oh my gosh. Um, Anyways. Let's all dance until we're sick. It comes on. The show announces that they're coming to dance. They're taping in Danville. So like people from Danville could come on the show. Uh, The surprise is that Candace reveals she already signed Jeremy and herself up to dance on the show. Yeah. She's very excited because she loves the show. Right. I guess you can win. So... Yeah, a bunch of people start dancing. They eliminate people till there's one left and they win. Yeah. So she's really excited to win. Gilmore Girls. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) My thing is that the other surprise is that the dance show is tonight. Right. (laughs) Did Candace not have any advance notice? Like, is today the first day that they're announcing that they're taping in Danville? Or has she known about this for weeks? is just now choosing to tell Jeremy well like okay so clearly they've announced this before because she already knew to sign up and has already signed up so like maybe they've been announcing this for weeks but like yeah it's weird because it's tonight so yeah I don't maybe that is taped Um, also once again what's with all these shows coming to Danville this is like the fifth music or TV event to happen in Danville it is I'll say this we see later on where they're taping, and it is somehow not the Googleplex mall. True. I true. was genuinely surprised. Absolutely true. 100%. It's like a real I studio. I guess they have to be in a studio or whatever, but whatever. it's also seems anyway, small. It's like in the back of something so else. It's so tiny. Yeah. It's uh, maybe a storage. Yeah. Th- I think maybe um, Let's All Dance Until We're Sick is not an officially it is, sanctioned television yeah. show. Yeah. So yeah, Candace reveals she are, she entered them to compete, she's super excited. Jeremy's like, oh, super, uh, I'm gonna go outside for a minute and never come back. Yeah, <laughs> Just clearly she very says he upset. needs to get some air. He's like, okay, cool. Then Candace turns to Stacy and goes, oh my gosh, he's so excited he can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go, "Ah!" Like, <laughs> Read a room <laughs> for once in your life. Seriously. Anyway, it's funny that when Jeremy doesn't text her back for thirty seconds, she's yeah. like, "He hates me." And now, when he's like clearly so evident. completely uncomfortable and hates what's happening, she's just like, "He loves it." Oh, that's so great. Yeah, correct. Jeremy As goes the TikTok outside. Say, Delulu. Anyway, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Jeremy goes outside. Phoenix and Ferber out there under their tree, and they're like, "What are we gonna do today?" Jeremy walks up to them I don't know if he was intending to start a conversation or if it's just the only tree in the yard but he walks well, up he immediately um, starts dumping all of his yeah he security he like these starts with it he's just like ah and they're like everything okay yeah <laughs> he's, he's like so traumatic no. <laughs> Um anyway, he's just <laughs> like your sister <laughs> signed us up for this dance thing. And then he's like, I can fake it in a school gym, but not on a nationally syndicated television show, which once again, it seems like yeah. it's maybe not nationally syndicated. face and Ferb are like, Oh, that's is a bummer. Sure, sure. Maybe we could teach you some moves. I'm nine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Ferb. Then, well, I guess Phineas is like, maybe Ferb could teach you some moves. He's great. Ferb then proceeds to just, like, pop off. He does goes, a full dance number. It's like yeah, a minute. super long. hard. And then ends it by walking backwards up the tree. Yeah, that weird anti-gravity tree that they have. Uh, don't have time for that. But it's super great. <laughs> Jeremy is like, um, that would be great, but it's tonight. So that might be problematic. Yeah. And Phineas is like, mm, for sure. I know what we're going to do today. You don't have to learn any new dance moves. I got you. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I guess you're solving a problem. That's nice. I suppose. At least he's not launching him into the sky, which is usually how he solves most problems. Yeah. And then he wonders where Perry is. So cut to Perry, who's receiving his briefing from Major Monogram. Yep. And we are back to Dr. D's grocery list. All Major Monogram says is that Dr. Merce has been buying the entire Tri-State area's supply of potatoes, bacon, and chopped green onions. And then he says, a recipe for evil. Literally. Yeah. What do you mean, literally? (laughs) Well, I think he means, like, literally, those are the ingredients to a recipe. But that recipe is not evil. It's It's just a recipe for, like, a pretty good baked potato. Yeah, what? Also, buying all those things... Not a crime. Not Just a crime. grocery shopping. Linda yep. bought all those things in bulk a few weeks ago, and Absolutely. it was flagged by zero government organizations. We think. Just kidding. We assume, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, we don't know for sure. <laughs> yeah. So then he says, "Get cooking, Agent P. Whatever." Um, Perry leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and back to the backyard, uh, Phineas unveils the new invention, which is the Ferbalistic Groovatron 9000, Yeah, which is the scariest thing they've ever made. It's objectively terrifying. It's horrifying. Coming, I off, coming hot like it. off of the last episode, this one is the scariest. <laughs> this one is worse. This metal paperclip skeleton will so haunt my nightmares until the day I Forever. die. Forever. So it's just like, it. like a little stick figure of metal that clips on to Jeremy's body somehow. Scary. Yeah. Problematic. And then Ferb has this giant suit where he, when he moves, the exoskeleton moves, and so Jeremy moves, and Jeremy can do his dance clothes. No yeah. one will tell. Right. Super duper. So scary. Um, also also has really terrifying implications. It does. Uh, this is so the point scary. where I'll bring up the only real point that I have to make about this episode. Uh-huh. Several asterisks is um, do we all remember that this is basically the premise of the after credits scene of Spy Kids? <laughs> I sure didn't, but I do now. <laughs> <laughs> we all remember the dance belts. Uh, yes, that Alexis had to. Yes. Is her name Alexis? What's her name? I, Alex. The, the girl Spy Kid uh, had to put yeah. on. Yeah, do a little dance show. Listen, the only thing I consciously remember about Spy Kids is the like tiny meal that turns into a big delicious oh, meal yeah. that I want so bad. I dream about that hamburger every Absolutely. day. Absolutely, <laughs> it looks so good. I... It looks so good. Why is it so good? Um, also, the very beginning where the red curly hair kid that's married to Megan Trainer now, Judy? has yeah band aids on all his fingers. I remember that. Yeah. They had a jungle gym in their house. Yeah.
1: I remember yeah. the giant
0: thumbs. Anyway, welcome to Spy uh, Kids yeah, Cast. The thumbs. <laughs> the thumbs. What a weird franchise. <laughs> Should we rewatch Spy Kids? I, Maybe not. Uh. Oh my gosh. Anyway. And the guy who lives in the volcano, of course. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. Playing himself. Well, was playing <laughs> himself. <laughs> 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 Honestly, Steve Buscemi in that has Doctor Duford's Energy and that he wears oh a lab coat gosh, for no yes. discernible reason and is doing a he's lot of not a doctor. experiments. Also, yeah, what is that thing he says about like God didn't intend this? Yeah, he's like, do you think God too stays in heaven because yeah. he lives in fear of what, he's created? what he's created? <laughs> Why was that in Spike It? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but oh if I was Cidius and Ferb, I would live in fear of this I Corbatron 9000 because Absolutely. it's horrifying. It's so scary. Okay, anyway, moving on. Perry flies to Doofus Evil incorporated Incorporated, um, is sucked in by this big robotic arm. It's yep. captured on this platform where his arms and legs get little shackles over him. He's just like, just on his back. Yeah, he's trapped. Scary doctor style. Uh, <laughs> Doofus doof and norm are there norm is wearing an apron and one of those little maid hats yeah he looks like buzz Lightyear when they dress <laughs> him up for the tea party absolutely he does um, look okay his, i love a giant yeah. robot in a tiny apron they do that in uh full metal alchemist also and it's just always yeah. funny like it's, it's just always good a funny it's bit. a good bit norm is also really good in this episode norm is the highlight he's, of this episode he's so he's funny. so funny He's stirring a refrigerator-sized vat of potato salad. Yeah, seven hundred gallons of potato salad. So many. I. Why is this show obsessed with making absurd amounts of potato salad? I don't understand the potato salad joke. I don't either. I don't get it. Is it inherently funny? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't know. I like potato salad. Is the joke that it's like not good because it's good? Anyway, (laughs) um. I don't know. I don't know. But Doof, I, yeah, so he's like explaining that they're getting ready for this potluck picnic and press conference uh, with all the other villains. He's making a bunch of potato salad, and then he complains to Norm that the recipe is not good and he used too many green onions. And then Norm says, <laughs> Well, next time you can do all the cooking, and I'll come up with evil plans that ultimately fail. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just looks at each other. Like, Doop and Norm and Perry There's are like silent for a, a minute. significant <laughs> pause. Perry's like, wow. Uh, and then Doof goes, wow, cutting deep, man. <laughs> Which is, listen, it's a little relatable because I feel like, um, maybe similar to Norm, I try to really tone down my personality in public and be like nice and normal. But then sometimes sure. I say something that's a little too off the wall, and everyone's like, Hey, are you okay? And I'm like, Don't worry, don't even worry <laughs> You're about like, it. Like, oh, this is a level two, uh, but sorry. Um, thank <laughs> yeah. you for your concern. My bad. Yeah. This is extra anyway. funny because we do find out later, like way later, that Doofenshmirtz built a different head for Norm. Oh which my gosh. Is Jeff from yeah. Community but like discarded it because it was like too sassy and i'm like this is the toned down version of your robot son insane (laughs) also just in general hilarious that this is a potluck and oh my gosh i know i'm not sure that i would go to a potluck with a bunch of evil scientists and and trust anything that like yeah poison you (laughs) Yeah, I would be like, you guys love True. unethical experiments at best and murder at worst. <laughs> and I don't know that I'm gonna try this, but thank you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. Anyway, they don't really think about that. Doof decides to leave Perry trapped on the platform, and he has this giant laser, and he like sets it to where it like is going a little bit more toward Perry. You know? Yeah, it's like a bond bit, but yes, yeah doof says i saw this in a movie once i didn't catch the ending because you know i had better things to do oh yeah (laughs) which i was like why is that so funny um anyway there's the laser him and norm are leaving da 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 da. also he's like norm do this and this and norm goes would it kill you to say please doof goes are you gonna be like this all day he, Norm punches through the ceiling or leaves through a shoot or something and goes, Yes, yes, I am. I was <laughs> like, Good for you, Norm. Stand up we for love yourself. It. Honestly, good work, Norm. Okay, then followed by an even funnier bit where the laser's like, you know, coming closer and closer and they're like panning to Perry's face. And then he just looks over at his little arm and leg shackles and they're like four sizes too big. He just slips his hands right out of there, <laughs> runs away. I was like, <laughs> It's the funniest thing, we're so thing. good. Doesn't turn off the laser. That laser just no. slices Dupree's like, building just... in half. I know. I was like, He has, yeah, like condos under him. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Office somebody's is... just like, oh, well, there's lasers in <sighs> the kitchen again. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, Candice uh, and Jeremy are in line to this dance show studio thing. Candice is hyped. Candice is She's ready so to go. She is yeah. sure that they are going to win this dance contest. She is putting Jeremy a lot of pressure so on Jeremy. Yeah. Especially because later she's like, I just wanted to have fun. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, you did not express that. You were so committed You're to winning. So, it. yeah. So the, they, they go onto the dance floor. Everyone's there. Uh, the host, Nikki Stars, <laughs> yeah. is, is hosting, I guess. Uh, she's based on Kat Dealey, the host of So You Think You Can Dance. i've never watched that show i just read that on the internet so if you have watched that show maybe just anyway also i guess she's only shown from the chin down which is like a reference to other cartoon like powerpuff girls you know like yeah i didn't remember that till i read it because i haven't seen powerpuff girls in 10 20 years it is kind of a comment i mean charlie brown is like that too where like oh you're right the adults are just like you don't show the adults yeah So she explains the rules, which is that you dance until you're sick or you get eliminated, and then right, last one standing wins. Face and Ferber backstage, don't know how they got there. Apparently, they're just letting anyone in. Just walked, I suppose. Yeah, they're just there, ready to help Jeremy. They're like, "Don't worry, we're just bringing this robot on. Definitely not to cheat at dancing. (laughs) Not cheating. Yeah, isn't (laughs) that disqualified? Anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) who knows? Yeah cut to the press conference with the evil scientists. They like have a whole setup in the park. They've got like- Oh yes, like, they work so hard. Up. They work so hard, their buffet is set up. Like they're all there. They have yeah. like, a backdrop and a podium. Doof is like, they're like, where is everyone? Where are the press? And Doof is like, they'll be here. Uh, have they ever let you down? And Rodney goes far too often. Yeah. Um, he also tells Doof to call him by his full name which is Alois Everhart, Elizabeth, Otto, Wolfgang, Hypatia, Gunther, Galen, Gary, Cooper, Von Rodenstein. Yeah. And Doof goes, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> which was pretty funny. It's honestly the only appropriate um, response to that. Absolutely. Doof is like, reveals, you know, reminds them why they're here to reveal the existence of the League of Villainous Evildoers, maniacally united for frightening investments in Nanius. And Dr. Blood Pudding, which we in the in the episode. where oh, yeah, he had his cast, cast. That's who signed. That is who his first Dr. name Blood. Blood and his last name is Pudding? I mean, that's not what it was written out as, but I I could. He I just signed the cast. Doctor Blood. Is that just what they call him? It's like a fun nickname. Could be. Could be. Maybe Blood Pudding was too long. Okay. Fair uh, enough. Anyway, he's like, "You want us to be called Love Muffin?" And Duflik looks at his sign for a minute and is like, "It doesn't matter. They'll be here." <laughs> The point is... Anyway. Um, <laughs> and then... Listen, I'm sort yeah. of immune to it because I've seen th- this show a lot. But, like, <laughs> but that is such a good it's joke. It's funny. It's good. It's so funny. Love Muffin is, like, so specific <laughs> it, and niche. Like, it is. It's just... It's so good. Also, good. they didn't have a name before this. Like, they're clearly an organization. I, I guess. What were they calling themselves? I don't know. I guess it seems like this was kind of their organization. Like they're deciding to organize. Like maybe they knew each other, but this is like the start of their union. They're formalizing you know? it. Okay, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because after this, we have a lot of like conventions and stuff. What? That's true. I guess it's funny that Doof like made that <laughs> yeah. poster and didn't yeah, realize that it said Love Muffin. Yeah. So Rodney is like, okay, well, we can't do that if there's no press around. doof is like, they'll be here. Clearly the buffet alone will bring them. And you pan to like a big table. There's lots of stuff to eat. And at the end, there is a giant bowl. I don't know where they got this bowl. It's maybe like a... Yeah, it's so big. Right. It's like one of those planters that cities put out in street (laughs) mediums. concrete. Norma should like be still like stirring it for some reason. I don't know why. What? Unbalancing the table. Like the okay, table yeah. that it's on should collapse under the weight of that much potato salad. Hear me out. Maybe that's half of it. The other half is on the other side. Maybe
1: it's balancing um, it out.
0: Yeah. Anyway, not sure where they got that bowl. But yeah. So is stirring it and he goes, yum, yum, potato salad or something. Yeah. And Rodney goes, like, why did you bring that much? Did you expect everyone to lug home two ton take home bags? And Doof goes, no. And immediately Norm goes, yes. And Doof goes, Shut it, Norm. <laughs> it's the funniest part of this episode. I love that they're just like fighting the whole just, time. Just, yeah. Dr. Div, the short one, comes in and is like, yeah. they're not going to be here. They're all covering the Let's All Dance Until We're Sick contest. And Doof is yeah. like, okay, well, what? <laughs> i was like that's... all the press in town is covering right? this dance show you guys are bad at journalism yeah that's insane that's gonna be um, the only article in the paper tomorrow dance show yeah. happens. also yeah you have nothing else you should have several people per cup you know like per media outlet it's, yeah
1: there's also it's everyone from a media
0: outlet there newspaper in danville exactly anyway so and the dance show is on tv already it doesn't really need to be covered by a journalist because they're broadcasting it to everyone correct absolutely wild it's fine dr d is like okay well if they won't come for us we'll go to them so they all get up and leave to go to the dance show 0.1 seconds later perry jetpacks onto the table and he looks around for one second and then takes off and follows them i assume yeah I don't know what his plan was. Made that judgment from the sky, but okay. Yeah. Also, shouldn't anyone else's agent? They all have secret agents. Shouldn't he be like working with a team on this one? The scientists barge into this studio where the contest is being held, and yeah, there's apparently no security at this studio. No, you can just. Or if there is, they're not doing their jobs because those scientists go on to assault a lot of people on camera, and no one's so violent. So they start with just like yelling, like, hey, everyone, attention. But like, no one's paying attention. And Doof is like, why won't they listen? And Rodney's like, it's a dance show. The cameras only stay on the best dancers. And so Doof is like, okay, everyone, start dancing. So all of them, all the evil scientists, just like run up on stage. Yeah, they just like start dancing. Yeah. I guess everyone has a little spotlight. So they just like push people out of the way and like start dancing anyway uh it's pretty insane perry arrives to the scene and gets a message on his little bleeper from major monogram and monogram is like you have to stop the evil scientist, so their message won't get out which seems like a lot of confidence to put in the evil scientists i'm like do you yeah. really think this plan is gonna work really plus like what would happen like people would be like okay there's yeah. like an evil scientist union like yeah it doesn't seem like cool. they're actively recruiting, or that they have any plans to do anything evil. Like, just Absolutely. send a couple it's reporters, like let them do their little press conference, and then they'll be done. Yeah, I don't really understand. He also Wild. says, and so they don't ruin what, like, my and Carl's favorite show. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Seems like yeah, it's for which means they're game. just sitting at headquarters watching this watching dance this show. show. Absolutely. So Perry's like, okay. Um Jeremy and Candace are doing pretty well uh, at the start of this competition. There's like a whole dance floor, everyone's under a little spotlight. If your spotlight goes off, you get eliminated. Uh yeah. everyone starts there's three judges who just like turn off the spotlights, I guess. And then the they host just, like, point who's kind of narrating. And yeah. Like, get and then, out of here. And then somebody yeah, turns it's off the spotlight. Weird. So yeah, Jeremy and Candace are like doing great, and then they start eliminating people, and Candice is like, We should kick it up a notch. And Jeremy looks over at Burb who gives him a thumbs up. Which apparently Jeremy didn't do that or something. I don't know if they turn that thing on and off. Yeah, and begins to dance. He's like doing his dance backstage. So then Jeremy's dancing. He's got some solo moves. Some moves. Right again. None of of the tech people working backstage notice or care. Yeah, super great. The scientists are like dancing around them. They're all super bad. They're getting eliminated like immediately. As soon as like do for running gets eliminated, they just go and like shove someone else out of a spotlight. It's um, complete chaos. Absolutely. Like, why is no this one being like it can't be how the like, real hey, show goes. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> also, they're just taping it. Like I don't know if it's live. I guess it is. There's like an audience, but I don't know. It's super yeah. insane. I just um, need someone apprehend them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, utter chaos. Stacy's in the audience. There's a whole there's a whole audience. Stacy's in it. She's cheering yeah. for Jeremy and Candace. Throws a bouquet she brought onto flowers, stage. yeah. She's, she's the really most supportive. supportive friend of all time. I couldn't, why, why aren't she and Coltrane doing this, right? Probably because she didn't surprise Coltrane and he was like, I don't really want to do that. She was like, Okay, yeah. They anyway, just healthily. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a bee then flies like backstage, uh, it flies out of the flower. I don't know why there was a bee in that bouquet, but. <laughs> the bee flies she up out of the flower. It. I guess the fresh garden flowers, it's wild flowers outside. Stacey gathered on her way home. It flies backstage. It's like going around furb, so he's like swatting at it with his hands. But then that happens to Jeremy. So then that's like the dance move. Yeah, then everybody really in the audience it. starts copying that dance move, it's insane. Perry then starts really violently eliminating the other scientist contestants. Like yeah. Like, like murdering them, like he, he, dropping okay, lights on their while head. he's running on a catwalk, whips out twin knives like yeah. swords, and it's slices sort of through the things. cables, and then part of the catwalk falls down and crushes an evil scientist to death. To death, yeah. He cuts yeah. so many cables in this. Like It's insane. He cuts and them with everyone his hat. died. Yeah. Yeah. This whole place is gonna collapse. So scary. So scientists are dropping like flies. Doof and Rodney are like moving around too fast. Other people are also being eliminated. Normally, like the judges are eliminating. Yeah, these them. judges are really like, let's get this over with. Yeah, seriously. Perry finally smashes. He cuts the disco ball, which is the size of the studio. It's yeah. <laughs> it's so big. It's three tons. It's the size of a Honda Civic. Absolutely, cuts it. It smashes. Doof and Schmerz and Rodney, and they die, and everyone else dies because it's made of glass. Yeah, because it sprays broken glass across a yeah. theater full of people. So scary. And then only Jeremy's left on the stage and dancing. So, yeah. Ferb does one last little dance move. He ends with a split, which I was like, could Jeremy do a split before? I know, right? If he couldn't, you can't just do a You've split. You've just broken He's both of Jeremy's dead. legs. Yeah. Oh anyway um the host is like well done can you should come dance with us every week and K- candace is like do it jeremy we could be stars I'm like, yeah, first okay. of all what makes you think what? you're gonna be involved in that at all candace yeah um also you guys have school like what are you talking I know, about right? <laughs> it's not a thing yeah, so Jeremy's like, actually, I cheated, and pulls out his little exoskeleton. And everyone in the studio, the judges, the host, Candace, everyone gasps because yeah. it's so horrifying it's and disgusting. Terrible. Anyway, so Jeremy pulls out the curtain and is like, this is who you really want. Ferb goes, well, my work here is done. Dances, does the backward walk up a nearby pole. Yeah, uh, And the judges give him a perfect away. score. Sure. I guess there are scorecards now. I guess. I don't know where those were before. Then Jeremy is like, sorry, Candace. And she's like, it's okay. I just wanted to have fun. And Jeremy's like, okay, well, where was that attitude earlier? Right. Which is not what he said. But, But, uh, um, she's, he also says, or she, yeah, she's like, I just want to have fun and dance until we're sick. And Jeremy goes, well, I am feeling a little dizzy. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Because the whatever they gave the you was spitting radiation into your bones. Yeah. So they leave, and then we cut to Doof and Rodney in the ICU. And Doof says they should have called it let's all dance until we're in intensive care. And that's the end. And that's it. That's the, it. So that's that the that last joke. So Yeah, it's this is some dark ones. Death toll is high, um, A lot of sure. property damage and A lot of lives dead. A and lot of murders. scientists dead. Uh, assuming that was live, I'm pretty sure that show got canceled right after that. Because uh, I would be like, to you can't put this on television? That's crazy. <laughs> That's an insane thing to do. Uh, yeah, also if I worked there, I'd be like, I'm quitting my job. Absolutely. 100%. Anyway, um... I'm going to stop yep. recording. See you guys. Great. See you guys later. See ya. See you soon.